whether you drink soy milk, oat milk, almond milk, rice milk or chalky milk, we've got a seat at the table for you. It's Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Yo, what is up? Matt and Alex here with you this morning. Hope you're doing well. I mean, it is still dark times if you joined us yesterday. Uh, not much has changed in the world, but we're still going to be looking at things with that positive slant. Yeah, a lot of love coming in from yesterday's show. Uh, Matt O'Kine telling a really nice story. If you haven't uh, heard it yesterday, uh, feel free to go and have a listen prior to this show. And when I say really nice story... I mean really horrible story, but Matt, you're such a nice and open and honest guy that when you tell stories, I automatically think they're nice, even when they're terrible. Uh, yeah, but- look, I appreciate it. We, we got a lot of uh, response to that story as well, so uh, we, we'll, we'll touch on that a little bit later on in the show, but also we've got a couple of guests, including... A- <laughs> I'm so surprised that I've seen this person with my own eyes right now. Uh, I did, dare, didn't think that you would bring them into the studio, Alex Dyson, but you've made that idle mistake. Well, my partner, Elle, who makes music under the name Woods, hadn't met Bron, our producer, before, <laughs> or Sam, our producer. I hadn't seen where we record the thing. We were in the same area. I'm like, come up and have a look. And then Matt O'Kine says, Oi, Woods, you're not going anywhere. You're on here talking about <laughs> well, of course. things. Of so you're going to be meeting Woods. Not too far away. That's going to be happening. We've got a, someone who's taken a classic catch, which I'm very excited to have a talk about. And uh, up first, let's have a chat about uh, a lot of restrictions easing yesterday. I mean, I saw my local swimming pool, people up and down the lanes suddenly again. It was uh, very exciting. So we're going to chat about what restrictions have eased. You didn't get in the water? Uh, I is, yeah. Because um, you were going to try and try out for the Ghanaians national swimming I, team I, at one point, no, weren't let's you? Not, let's, let's not joke about that because I certainly was and I still, my passport application is still <laughs> in there. Um, Matt, Tokyo, no, 2021. Tokyo 2021. Tokyo 2021. <laughs> Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. Well, Matt, uh, life is starting to open up. I, I sat down in a takeaway food establishment yesterday for the <gasps> first time. What? Yep. It was interesting because I... They, you came in and they took my name and my phone number. So Fair I guess enough. if someone is, it's sort of you a You said, I'm sorry, I'm taken. <laughs> <laughs> well, but nice right next try, to I'll just have my coffee, please. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> so I guess a backup to the coronavirus app, COVID safe app, which I have downloaded as well. Uh, but it, it's good to be safe, you know, two points. Always good to get your double protection. Uh, but I then you pay with your card as a tap. And, uh, yeah, they came and sat down and I was 1.5 metres away from uh, the people nearest to us and it was interesting. Yeah, yeah I'm out of seen... practice. I know, right? And it seems like such a novelty thing now, suddenly something that you can really savour. And a lot of stuff have, uh, has changed over the last day. I actually uh, received an email yesterday the, because I have been doing some work with the Nighttime Industries Association in New South Wales and Sydney. How are they going? I'm trying to get... <laughs> I tell you what, the lockouts, the lockouts were rough. And the lockouts were the entree. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And now suddenly we got the lockouts lifted and all this has happened. So it's been rough. But anyways, we're, we're clawing back. Please support your local establishments, whether you're in New South Wales, Sydney or anywhere around Australia. But uh, I, I got sent a list of the actions, you know, and requirements for your business. And this is for uh, pubs, bars, breweries, etc. Right? And mm-hmm. so it's things like... Um, Adequate seating between customers, uh, reduce crowding and promote physical distancing with with markers on the floor. These are all very yep. practical things that that venues and and um, 
bars can put into place. Until I got down to the bottom of the second page here, where I was quite surprised to read this. With regards to physical distancing, it said, avoid group singing and wind instruments, such as flute, oboe, or clarinet. Oh, (laughs) so your guitars, your pianos, drums. Good. Trumpets apparently fine. Wind instruments, woodwind. Well, that's interesting because they did. They didn't say woodwind. They said wind. So that could be any instrument that but, requires wind in order to work. Well, the examples they've given: flute, oboe, or clarinet, or woodwind. Yeah, true. And it just made me realise that for you know a woodwind instrument or someone who plays woodwind instruments, this is one of the darkest days in wind instrument history. So I thought Alex Dyson, I'd take a look back at five of the darkest days mm. in wind instrument history. Let's look with you, Matt, as we remember. Sorry. <clears throat> I'll fade it up. <clears throat> because you won't be here in this inning live establishment if you try to go to it. <laughs> June 5th, 2000, jazz guitarist Phil Metheny sent the jazz world into a frenzy by taking aim at Kenny G for uh, claiming that Kenny G only connects to the basest impulses of large crowds by deploying his most effective licks at the key moments, and then in brackets, despite those licks being loaded with harmonic clams... And claiming that Mr. G also, as he does to this day, plays horribly out of tune, consistently sharp. (laughs) Now this sent everyone into a frenzy. Was there a wind instrument in that? Yeah, Kenny G, he's one of the biggest saxophone players in the world. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I I thought you jazz guitarist, that confused me. No, J- J- Pat Metheny was the jazz guitarist who ah. sent the jazz world into a storm by criticising the most famous saxophonist out there. Day well, this is four. an oboe. This isn't a saxophone. Okay. We've got a story <laughs> about that coming up. 16th of September, 1999. Hit film American Pie was released where music nerd Michelle Flaherty, played by 25-year-old Alison Hannigan, reveals to her school crush Jim Levins played by Jason Biggs, that she stuck a flute in her pussy. How Truly that instrument changed. By the way, that instrumental change was just coincidental. <laughs> that just happened. That was not cued by Alex or anything. No, now, no, no, no. Um, that the- was a dark day because flute players in high schools from then on, oh, they would have been, they would be able to hit, talk about anything else. Exactly. Band also, camps forever. Tainted. Tarnished. Also, given the most vaginas I know do not come with windows or skylights, literally quite dark days for that flute. All right. Moving on. Darkest was day that, number three. Was that written <laughs> or was that off the cuff? <laughs> no, no, I, did, I wrote that down. Those are words I wrote on this little piece of paper here. Yep. I have a degree. Early. (laughs) Dark day number three. Early 1925, German composer Karl Orff, the genius behind the work O Fortuna from Carmina Burana. Oh, great song. 
Teams up with Dorothy Gunther to revolutionise the teaching of music in schools, not just in Germany, but around the world. It was Carl's realisation that children would best learn music from an instrument that didn't need them to require the correct embouchure to play. That's the shape of the mouth's muscles. Hence, the recorder was demoted from an instrument of class and sophistication to some plastic piece of junk that you pretend is a sword when you're playing, you know, playing with your siblings in the before dinner. Uh, school across town from us. When you forgot your recorder, you had to play with your. You had to play it with your school ruler. <laughs> oh, that is a dark day. I should have told you that before we started. <laughs> anyway, what a dark day. Uh, we still got two dark to go, day. don't we? Yeah, dark day number. F- <laughs> <laughs> Mate, dark day number four, August fourteenth, two thousand and four. The Sydney Morning Herald reported a story from Warsaw in which masked gunmen shot dead a Polish gangster known as Conrad the Oboe, as he lay in a hospital bed recovering from an earlier attempt to kill him. Police spokeswoman Dorota Tietz said police did not know how he got his nickname, given his real name only as Conrad O. What do you reckon? Shall we call myself Matt the Oboe? (laughs) Matty Matty. For final darkest day in... Woodwind history, January 1995. My sister had played saxophone. I wanted to play saxophone, following in her footsteps. Everyone in the grade did the music listening test, and I put my preferred instrument as the saxophone. Well, imagine my literal heartbreak when I open up the the offering letter that the school gave me, and they give me the tuba! (laughs) The tuba, which I proceeded to carry on my back home... Every second day for the next three years of my life. Do you know how uncool carrying a tuba in a backpack is? Oh, yes, I do. I went to school. I know how uncool that is. You you got copped any burns on the 718 home through Chapel Hill (laughs) while I'm carting my tuba on my back as I hop off getting caught in the doors? You would have to put it on its own seat as well. Yeah. I'm me and my tuba riding side by side. Anyways, dark days for woodwind. Let us know if you've got any dark days for woodwind instruments at Matt and Alex on Instagram. Or any um, topics that, you, that you've seen recently that you think, you know, it's certainly a dark day topper in that particular industry. Um, please get in touch with the program. Coffee? Yeah, coffee. A seventh coffee never hurt anyone. Oh, I feel a buzz. Well, Mac, it may be dark days in Woodwind history, but it's dark days in the Dyson household as well. I mean, <laughs> you try. Have you? What are the, have you been trying to be productive in in isolation? You know, in quarantine, you're stuck in your house. Like it's always like, oh, I've got so much time to work on my projects and that kind of thing. But it's oh it's really God. hard to do, man. All the plans. I thought I was going to revolutionise the arts, <laughs> exactly. develop multiple shows, write albums. Nope. I ended up buying an inflatable pool (laughs) sitting in cold water. Well, I had some grand plans over the weekends, uh, sitting there with uh, Woods, who you'll be meeting later on the show, apparently, if I can't lock these doors. But um, (laughs) we're like, great. Yesterday, had a bit of a slob day. We watched the entire series of Lego Masters in a day. All right, we've got to to do better tomorrow. Shout out to show, a friend of ours, Hamish Blake. Indeed. What a show. Nine now. Get on it. Um, So... So we're like, okay, productive day. Here we go. This is what we'll do. Get up in the morning. We'll write 
a list. What do you think? Okay. What do you think? I Good mean, start? Yes, assuming the list is of things that you're going to do. It is, yes. Okay. That is what it's going to be. So it's like, not just the list of the so five we- darkest days in woodwind <laughs> history. In which case, which we found out was written. <laughs> <laughs> and not just made up. That had a chance to be censored. <laughs> Wasn't. Uh, so, like, great. Get up, write a list. Like, can't write a list. We're gonna, we'll make a coffee and sit down and do that. So old mate Daiso is on coffee duty now because, as I've sort of alluded to, I was running a little pop-up cafe that closed down when every single hospitality venue did. And so I have an eight kilogram bucket of coffee at my house. So I've been doing the hand grind AeroPress, okay? I stuff up the orientation of my AeroPress and suddenly what was going to be a good list writing episode is I've got the rag in the kitchen I'm mopping up the floor from this from this <laughs> coffee spill, which has gone everywhere, okay, because I'm hand grinding, hand pressing my coffee. That takes a good 20 minutes, okay. Finally, the coffees are made. The milk is frothed. They put it on the table. I'm like, beautiful. Woods has already started her list, okay. I put my coffee down. I sit down on the table, but the tablecloth was overhanging and a little bit onto my seat. So I sit on the tablecloth, shifts the table, Woods' coffee goes all over her list. No! no. <laughs> I'm like, ah! <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> and so I go get the paper towel and put Elle's list up on the bench because the list copped the brunt. And so I put that over next to the sink and I'm patting You're waving the- it. You're waving the list. Droplets are, flo- Droplets are falling on the floor. Exactly. And- the just cleaned floor. So put the list down, mopping the cloth off. Okay, getting all that, no good. She starts, I, I take a photo of the list, okay, so that, because it's got all stains through it. It's like a treasure map now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. X marks the spot. More than a list. So I've got that, go down, write my list. I go, okay, great, my list is written, I could get on with the day. Go back to the sink to dispose of the, the stained list <laughs> when, we, when we lift up the list because the paper was wet onto oh, no. the bench the entirety of the list was transferred like some sort of lino print onto our bench top of you our rented house. You, 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 you're giving it a fake tattoo. And so oh, no. and now I've got the clean out and I'm trying to wipe a pen list <laughs> directly from a solid bench top. And, it, and then by then it's lunchtime. So what am I meant to do? <laughs> Just more Lego Masters. Exactly right. So, I don't know. And, yeah, by then the day's over. Not productive, but we'd love to hear. You just quit. you got to quit in that situation. There is no coming back to that. There's no winning. And it it was remarkably hard to get this pen out of the bench top as well. took a very long time. And some bleach. Um, So apologies to the landlords there. But um, if you've tried to become productive in, you know, isolation, quarantine, but failed, like myself, we would love you to get in touch. Matt.and.alex, hit us on the Instagram. Hit our Discord server. You can get that through the Instagram as well. Plenty of ways to um to get on board. So whether it's writing lists or having a little paddle in the kiddie pool, we'd love to hear how you're coping <laughs> <laughs> with this time. Order up. Just how you like it. Perfect. Yes, welcome back to uh, All Day Breakfast uh, with Matt and Alex. It's time for some classic catches brought to you by KFC. Chance to win a KFC bucket hat. Wait, 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 and, wait, wait, uh, wait, 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 sorry, wait. We've got to be careful about which brands we talk about because, oh. I mean, you you talked hummus up before and uh, and I got, I got like cartons of hummus <laughs> delivered to me. But you hate hummus. 
Well, I yeah, but I love free stuff. You thank know you, what I mean? So thank you, Obella Hummus, <laughs> for that. So what should I yeah. go with instead? No, no, no. I mean, KFC's good. I love chicken. Don't get me wrong. Okay, I I will eat it all up. But okay. also, wouldn't mind. Um, you know, I mean, getting to work is a bit difficult. And- Welcome back to uh, All Day Breakfast. It's time for Classic Catches, brought to you by Mercedes-Benz. <laughs> uh, uh, sponsoring uh, the segment here today. Uh, now, we've, this is a segment brought about... <coughs> that's a hard place to do. Uh, segment brought to you because Matt O'Kind witnessed one of the great slips catches of all time when trying to get a urine sample from his 14-month-year-old daughter, his partner, Belle, just fielding its silly point with the urine cup, it was spotted the stream. It was such a small wee, and there was just a couple of drops, and my partner dived across the carpet, just caught. just It was just a drop, but it was all we needed. Um, so we uh, asked you, you know, when have you taken a classic catch? What have you caught and why? <laughs> and why was it so important and what made it a classic? Uh, we're very excited to have on the phone now, Alicia from Adelaide. G'day, Alicia. Hi, guys. How are you going? Oh, great. How are Thank we going? You. This is how we're going. Alicia from Adelaide is the first contestant. And uh, Alicia, why don't you tell us exactly what went down? Oh, so uh, this is an epic catch that I witnessed quite a while ago, um, back in 2009. So uh, I was a year 11 on the school bus and we'd all hopped onto the bus. We were ready to leave the school and head home. And just before they decided to shut the door, a bird flew onto the bus, um, which caused a fair bit of commotion. It was I mean, birds and school kids. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> there is no greater ingredient for absolute mayhem. I mean, exactly. you've, your normal level, you've got a dog on the oval, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and suddenly a bird on the bus. Things are getting hectic there. It was pretty crazy. So everyone's looking at this bird, freaking out, and all of a sudden this year nine kid down the front of the bus, he just kind of casually just rose up from his seat just raised his hand into the air and just plucked it out of the air in his hand. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Jumping over the front seat. We've got the year 11 student from Adelaide taking an absolute screamer. And that is good for classic catch of the day. Wait, wait, wait. Was the bird okay? The bird was okay, though, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, it was fine. Yeah, he didn't do an Ozzy Osbourne or anything and just... <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> got, got rid of it yeah. out the door. Yeah, no, yeah, it was fine. Now, if him. I know anything about school kids, that that would then be this guy's calling card for the rest of school. He's the kid who <laughs> yeah. caught the bird on the bus. Was, was that was he so. just a, suddenly the uh, the big kid on campus from then on? I think. Well, he got like at least a little bit of fame from it for a short while. Um, oh, I don't know I, if that followed him through his schooling. I mean, I was in year eleven, so I didn't get to see the rest of his school. Life, but it may have been his, you know, what he was known for. That man's name, Steve Smith. He would have copped a nickname, surely. I mean, it, did everyone call him like the gull grabber after that or <laughs> pigeon fingers or something? <laughs> pigeon fingers. Yeah, I'm you know? not sure about that, but yeah, surely, oh, wow. surely we, his mates would have come up with something. We don't know the type of bird that we're dealing with here. Uh, I believe it was a sparrow. Sparrow. Ah. All right. Um, any names for the, spa- the Sparrow Stealer? Um. Yeah. 
Um, oh, Sparrow Snatcher. Sparrow Arrow. No, I can't think of anything. <laughs> All right. We uh, should have thought of that before we got into the segment. But uh, thank you very much, Alicia. Appreciate you giving us the commentary of it. Although we didn't text, test out your Richie Benno voice. Would you be able to sum up sum it up in, uh, in Richie's own words? Oh, gosh. Uh, look, it was really the catch of the century. Uh, I don't know. I'm not really <laughs> sure. That's it. Bravo. That's- Bravo. Absolutely. Richie would be proud. (laughs) That is it. Thank you so much, Alicia. Alicia. We'll catch you later. Thanks, guys. See you. And you know what? If you are the gull grabber. If you are pigeon fingers. (laughs) (laughs) I don't mean just any gull grabber. If you are the the one, get in touch. Matt.n.alex on Instagram. Matt Nuggs, all that breakfast. Smell toast. All day breakfast. Well, this is just wonderful. All day breakfast, uh, Matt and Alex, and a very special guest who was meant to be just coming through for a quick tour to meet our producers and say hello and see where I work. But uh, now, as a microphone put in front of her and as a request of telling as many embarrassing stories and as the allotted time as we can. Dude, you know that you can't switch things up and expect me not to get excited about it. I mean, we don't have guests here. It's usually just me and you. And occasionally, you know, when they slide our meal underneath the door for us to <laughs> to eat on the stale damper that we gnaw on every morning. And we cut our pieces with the Stanley knife we also use to mark notches in the wall for every show. But no, we do have a guest in the studio. Um, she's incredible singer, songwriter, producer, uh, she's also my uh, my partner, uh, Woods. Your boo. She's the goods, <laughs> and she's in the studio. Hello, Woods. Hello. Elle, you've been a part of our show so much, but, <laughs> I mean, you haven't even had a right of reply to all of the, the uh, stories that we've heard so far from Alex Dyson. I mean, um, can you tell us, firstly, in case, well, by the way, if you're listening, you, you may have missed a, a whole saga where Alex Dyson embarrassingly messaged in to... Triple J, uh, requesting Woods' songs on the radio uh, several times under different aliases, only to be <laughs> discovered that they were all Alex Tyson. Uh, Listen, L was there, I think, for the very first one. Because it's the, interesting, in the life of an artist, when the song goes out for a premiere, it's a pretty exciting time. Oh, Definitely. I remember the one Edward in Carlton Gardens because we were going for a walk. Yes. And I was like, oh, it's playing. And you were like, well, we're in Carlton Gardens. Uh, and I also remember you being mortified when you came home and you're like, guess what? Yeah. Oh, you should have talked to me Just trying to do the right thing, Alex Dyson. Mm. But it's so great to have you here, Elle. Uh, thank you very much for, I mean, for even leaving the house. It's been obviously a big, uh, a big couple of months. Is this uh, one of your first sort of proper outings? Yeah. No, this is my second time in, in uh, Southside. So <laughs> it's been pretty good. I've uh, oh, nice. just had fish and chips. So Yeah, okay. it's not often cooking at home. For the last, I guess, two months, we've been cooped up together in our uh, little two-bedroom house. Uh, and Elle has been given the responsibility of making all the content that I've created over the last two months, which if you... There's a lot of fine print to girlfriend with this guy. 
She signed the waiver. <laughs> yeah. It was okay. Yeah. But can you hold the camera here? Can you help me record this? Oh. I'm doing Zumba twice a week. <laughs> oh, God. Have you become DJ a professional camera person now? You understand all the yeah the lighting and everything, what his good angle is. Elle, can you give us a bit of backstory? How did you two meet? <laughs> what is this? What is this? <laughs> backstory. Come oh. on. I yeah. mean, we met at um, St Kilda Fest. So we yes. had a mutual friend, which Mikey, Paces. Oh, yeah, Paces um, Music, yes. Yeah, and I was singing with him that day. And then Alex asked, oh, as Woods backstage, I'll say hi. And um, and I was like, oh, I, I know of Alex and he's very, you know, well, you know, of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know of his radio personality, I suppose. Oh, at least I don't tap when I'm down there, mate. At no, least yeah. I talk to him and start, start getting a few Stop. jittery thumbs when I'm, when I'm down at the depths. <laughs> you, you can't, can't do that. You can't, you can't, <laughs> you can't be do doing that. that. But um, the, weird, the funny thing about that was old Mikey um, wasn't aware that we had never met before. So when I asked, oh, would say I'll say hello. He's like, sure, I'll get her. I'm like, if it's weird, don't get her. He's like, I'm sure it'll be fine. He said, if it's weird, um, don't worry about it. And I was like, oh, okay, it's not weird. Um, so anyway, I went and talked to him and he just ran out of things to say really quick, which I didn't expect because <laughs> right. he, I mean, he's, he's pretty the, good at talking. This guy talks for a living. He talks for, for a, a living. living. Yeah. So I was oh, like, was okay. Um, so anyway, we, we should, we should get going. Um, my sister's got a sore foot. We, we, we've got to go. And she's like, oh no. And yeah, got a sore foot. Let's go. I didn't um, even watch the gig. <laughs> yeah. He didn't even watch the gig. And I was like, oh, that's a shame. Like I'm about to get up. No, no, soft foot. See ya. Oh, Daiso. Um, but yeah, Listen, then I recovered. And yeah. then, and then what? And then what? Uh, and and then, then a message later. No, yeah, we we kept talking, and I did a like a version maybe a week or so after. And they, well, L commented on my Instagram after this, so that's where that's where we started talking again. And then oh, okay. Well, I okay. sort of took it a little bit too far, where she commented that the photo of me standing on a rock in um in Canada, beautiful photo that I hashtag dramatic rock standing. So dramatic rock standing should be more of a thing. And so I took the um, the natural route there and created a whole side Instagram account uh, <laughs> called dramatic rock standing. And uh, yeah, was receiving submissions and um, tell you what, didn't last too long, but a very good excuse to keep talking. Oh, yeah. I bet it was. That yeah, it is... lasted like, a, what, a couple of weeks, three weeks. That's a real, like, <laughs> I like you move, isn't it, Daiso? That's, that's, that's like if, 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 L didn't like you back, you would have seemed like such a loser. But instead, <laughs> <laughs> but instead, she liked you back, so it was actually a really sweet, no, cool not at all. thing to do. Because I remember I distinctly <laughs> took the approach in messaging that there was never too much questioning and there was always an out in the conversation <laughs> if she wanted to go, all right then. <laughs> yeah, he'd be like, okay. I'll leave you to it. No, I'd right. ask him a question and be like, yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'll absolutely. leave you in your dramatic rock standing <laughs> Instagram account. So Ben and Liam mentioned that on air and I have a camera in my face and it's like, so you guys made this account, huh? And I was like, whoa, it was Alex's thing. <laughs> um, they cut that bit out of the edit, but it's just like, no, no, Alex did that. Um, it's pretty good. I have one as well because at this point we'd only met the ones at St Kilda Fest. So I was like mm. trying to back backtrack but also be be filmed. Well, the weird thing about this, and I've never talked to anyone at Triple J about it, but have yeah. you ever in your time of us hosting Like a Version, Matt O'Kine, had a part of the interview cut out and just put on YouTube for no reason? 
such as no. the video Woods talks about her dramatic rock standing Instagram account with Alex Dyson. With Alex Dyson. So yeah. they just took that snippet. Yeah. yeah they we, took both oh. of our names and I was like, okay. And we'd only met once and I hadn't talked to anyone about That is anything. the most <laughs> daily mail I've ever seen <laughs> Triple J go. That's hilarious. That's full goss. Like that's juicy, juicy goss planting right there. I love it. Well done. Anyway, so the, I had to. So the, the crushes are exposed on, well, on like, on, you know, mainstream media. Well, it wasn't referred to as a crush. No, right. it was just sort of, yeah, I guess it was just sort of hinted that we had made a side account together. So it was maybe more like magnified as a crush in my head being like, ah, but, um. Well, I, I mean, I, you know, you know, making a, making a side account these days, <laughs> is as good as buying a pet, honestly. I mean, you've got to maintain base. it. You've got to feed it every morning with content. Yeah. I mean, you knew, you knew what you were getting yourselves into. Is it still going? Can people still add to it? No, but um, uh, one of the reasons of doing <laughs> no. it, Elle runs a side Instagram account called uh, Finding Faces Club, mm. where she finds faces in, you know. Crumpets and yeah, you never used bark. my ironing board that I that I submitted. <laughs> oh no, I'll go back a, through. The DMs a, got a bit intense for a while there. I I wasn't <laughs> ready. Um, I was used to having maybe like sixteen likes per terrible face, and then all of a sudden I got good ones, but a lot of a lot of interesting ones. Yeah, mm. fair enough. Got to be a few um, bit of quality control, you know. Mm. Well, look, it, it's been such a pleasure to meet you. Uh, I mean, I, I know you, but it's <laughs> nice of, for us to be able to meet you here, um, especially after we've heard so much about Woods is the Goods. I hope you haven't, uh, you know, been too frustrated by by anything. No, Woods is the Goods is pretty – it's good. I, I don't mind Better than it. what Wiki- kids usually come up with in primary school or something like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The like L smells or, or Yeah, something the Wikipedia like. was good. <laughs> yeah, so whoever did that, thank you very much. Uh, we are making our presence. We are the next Anon. Um, <laughs> are Anon good or bad? I don't know. Anyways, I can still never, I, I don't know. But look, regardless of that reference, let's say goodbye to you now. And hopefully we'll see you again really soon, Elle. I'm sure that I'll be needing some sort of content and someone to uh, be close at hand to get something happening for the show. So Elle Slash Woods will be, will be with us again on radio. But uh, I'm never bringing you to the building again, lest uh, we have You are this. banned. We, be- we become interrogated once more. About, you know, Alex's annoying habits and all that oh, sort true, of stuff. Oh, true, true. I mean, it's, um, it's all down to song. It's Maybe I do music, but Alex is the true singer. All right. Thanks, Alex. <laughs> we'll catch you later. Thanks for dropping by. See ya. Hello, kind. We get messages every day. A lot of people getting in touch, which we appreciate a lot. It's often difficult to reply to everyone at one time, and uh, that's why we thought we'd bring to you a brand new segment right now, Matt and Alex's Mailbag. Yeah, we I mean, uh, sift through the posts. Well, that's it. I mean, 60 Minutes always does the story, the letters at the end of the show, just chatting about, you know. Usually the letters are a lot more political and serious, but uh, but let's have a look at who's been uh, who's been sending us some correspondence. First up, thank you, Nick, for getting in touch, uh, who <laughs> heard the show yesterday uh, from Clickfish about Grimes selling her soul. Matt O'Kine put his soul on the market. Uh, and Nick... Sent us a message because he heard that episode, went, huh, I wonder, went to eBay, typed in Matt O'Kide's soul, and up popped a photo, and he sent us a screenshot going for US 99 cents. 
Uh, Nick said, I'll buy it now for $15 and a McFlurry. So the... Uh... <laughs> I didn't know that that was up there. That wasn't me putting it up there. Someone, yeah. someone obviously did that. Some opportunist. And that's the, that's the thing with high quality items. Uh, just be sure of the uh, absolute verification that it is Matto Cohen's true soul. You don't want a cheap knockoff, okay? You don't want Mab-O lines, <laughs> you know, fresh soul. Or the typos, okay? No, we want the, the only produce, and we haven't put that up as yet. It's still, it's still a work in progress, I think, Matt. You're, you're still preparing the soul, aren't you? Lightly salting uh, the soul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you got to make sure that it is of quality vintage. It's currently being, uh, it's currently being fermented in oak barrels. <laughs> my soul so got that nice french taste to it we did have a message about uh another story from yesterday's show uh matt you're sharing a story from your past uh which you know you obviously came to the front of the mind given the things happening in america yesterday uh would you want to just remind us quickly uh what that one was yeah, just about um an incident that happened to me uh one night out in brisbane in which you know similar kind of uh, uh, assault happened to me that uh, matched what happened to uh, someone who's recently just died and well been killed in the states George yeah. Floyd it was it was really amazing man really brave stuff and always admire your openness and it seems people have as well slabs bro has got in touch nice name slabs bro it says great podcast today fellas shout out to Matt for sharing what's clearly a tough story to tell legends all love uh, Liz, uh, Les the, less than sugar. There you go. Says Australia has its fair share of discrimination. If you disagree, then you're lying to yourself. Well done, Matt, for speaking about this. And we've also had Rachel who sent a longer message saying, Hey, Matt and Alex, just wanted to say thank you for speaking up this morning. I think your story really matters and hits home for the huge amount of people that don't see this kind of targeted violence and therefore just assume it doesn't happen. Uh, I hope a lot of listeners that deny don't understand Australia uh, has just about a problem with violence and targeted abuse and learn that, hey, if my bud Matt can get, you know, that close, uh, maybe there is a chance of other Australians of colour being targeted constantly. So uh, thank you very much for that, Rachel. And, yeah, you, you saw there was a bunch of other comments about that, Matt. Did you feel a little bit of that love coming in for you as well? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's just good to to know that it's connecting with people and um, that these issues that are happening overseas aren't just uh, foreign issues. Um, moving on. Tori Kerr-Smith says, uh, I listened to your gross meme podcast. Uh-oh. And already regret it. Against our know, advice, we, can yeah, we just we say. Left, we left a little bonus episode with a gross meme in it. Uh, literally five minutes after listening, I chipped my tooth on a rock hidden oh. in my rice. <laughs> the meme's all I can think about when I look at my tooth. I currently live in Malawi in Southern Africa, and now I'll have to carry this facial reminder of the time I didn't listen to good advice. Until I can visit Oz and get it fixed. Last time I ignore a podcast warning. We warned you! Can't say we didn't warn you there, but thank you. I, I did see that, that we have listeners in Malawi, so that was very cool of you getting in touch. So, Alex Dyson, uh, we just got past another Matt and Alex from yeah. Voyage Financial. Matt and Alex, uh, the first boss, was defeated uh, from <laughs> Voyage Financial. They had mattandalex.com.au. We negotiated our way to that. We thought we were out of the woods, and now... <laughs> Another Matt and Alex has risen to uh, to take us on. Absolutely. We got a message into our Instagram to recently, at matt.and.alex, uh, from another Matt and Alex, this time from a Matt and Alex sports podcast. We're so excited to have them on the line, dialing all the way in from, uh, well, I guess... Asked Springfield to their Shelbyville, the other side of the tracks. Please welcome Matt and Alex. 
<laughs> oh my god! This okay. is so amazing. That was, I, don't know, I mean, we, we've been doing a radio for a while, guys. I understand this is sort of your first foray into comedy podcasting, and we're just showing you how it's done. Matt O'Kine, just with that real <laughs> quick, snappy intro, intro to bring you on, just to exert dominance uh, <laughs> over you, boys. Thank you so much for joining us, Matt. You're in Laguna, Laguna Beach in California. What can you tell us about uh, yourself and your Alex? Yeah, yeah. We hey, we we grew up in California. Alex and I have known each other for twenty plus years. We uh, went through high school together, played sports together, and uh, decided to make this podcast. You know, and and so as as our text went to you guys, you know, we thought we were the only ones as well. And uh, <laughs> you know what I mean. And and starting this this sucker up, you know, and Matt and Alex Show dot com is available. We're like, hey, we're rolling. You know, <laughs> and, uh, and, and it's funny because we drop our first podcast and Al- Alex texts me the next day. He goes, Hey, are you looking at what's going on with the podcast? <laughs> 300 downloads. And we're like, what is going on? Nobody knows who we are. You know, we didn't, we didn't start as a radio show or anybody we're like we're nothing, you know, and try to figure out if some kind of bot hit us and we're, and we can see the analytics that are coming from Australia. And we're like, what is going on in Australia? You know? And you know, a week or two in, we do some research and find out about you guys. Oh. And, uh, and so we stole some of your, your listeners. How do you feel about that? <laughs> oh, I tell you what, I'm angry. <laughs> I am. I'm coming for them listens, bro. Yeah. Um, Keep them back. You give Alex, them back. <laughs> Alex, uh, how have you found this, uh, the start of this podcast relationship? I mean, this is your first podcast. What's your, what's your background uh, before doing this? Oh, well, I, um, I'm a teacher and I'm a soccer coach and I'm an athletic director. Um, so it, starting this whole thing up and just getting to talk with my buddy, Matt, I have a couple, a couple times a week talking trash on sports and, and gambling and all the different things that I love to do anyway. And uh, we got real passionate into this. And when we found you guys, um, it, it's kind of, uh, it's kind of startling because we're thinking, what are all these Australians? 900, 1,000 Australians are downloading our podcast about NFL football and about <laughs> NBA basketball. Like, I didn't know the Australians were so into our sports over here. Uh, maybe you guys are, but uh, but then when we learned that it, that it's you two, and then I looked into your your your, uh, your your podcast that you're hosting now, as well as some of the old stuff you guys have done. You guys are hilarious and awesome. I'm just so happy that uh, we're your instant biggest fans because Aww. we uh, we're riding your coattails, boys. And uh, anything we get from this, we uh, we owe you into infinity. Well, I think what? that we can welcome you to the uh, the Matt and Alex. I think we need some sort of let's keep the Simpsons uh, references going. The the stonecutters of Matt and Alex's just so yeah. many Matt and Alex's. <laughs> it does feel a little bit Rick and Morty actually, where there is alternate universes with my Alex and, and another Matt. But uh, it's very nice talking to you. I do follow NBA basketball, so I'm looking forward to uh, to hearing how what you guys think about the uh, the upcoming season, potentially ready to come back. Uh, just out of interest, what what are your thoughts? So September, where are we thinking? Oh my goodness! I'm hoping that July date holds strong. Um, I'm a Laker fan uh, through and through, but I actually might be pulling for the Clippers here just because Kawhi Leonard is a pretty. He's a pretty good. Uh, he's a good guy to follow, man. He's he's a fun one to watch. He's so. a bit of a beast. I look. The season will be good when NBA starts up again, but I'm mainly looking forward to uh, the Olympics getting rescheduled. So our boys, the Aussie Boomers. Benny Simmons, Ooh, Joe yeah, Ingalls, Aaron Baines, Patty Thrills can uh, <laughs> take it right up to the dream team. Yeah, oh. I'm, I'm actually excited for Australian sports. I, I was a big fan of yours in the last few World, World Cup cycles um, with, uh, with, with soccer. Because in the soccer world, the Australians, you guys come hard, man. All right, all right. Look, I am going to have to stop this right here before this becomes the Matt and Alex and Alex show. <laughs> 
and I'm left as some sort of schmuck on the side. Guys, uh, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for reaching out and saying hello. Uh, you do owe us about a thousand listens, but that's okay. Uh, yeah. You can keep them for now. Check out Matt and Alex Sports Podcast as well at Matt and Alex Show. Uh, but yeah, we really appreciate you guys getting in touch. And also, wait, by the way, now that there is the Matt and Alex Stonecutters, uh, <laughs> if you are a Matt and Alex, all right, if you've got a Matt and Alex out there that you, maybe you're a, you're a husband and wife team, maybe you're, uh, you know, you're, you're doctors <laughs> on the front line. If you're a Matt, if you're a Matt and Alex, you get in touch with us. And Instant. we'll let you know about our secret cave that we have uh, <laughs> hidden away. It'll, yeah, with a free vending go. machine. It's really nice. Uh, thank you very much, boys. We'll catch you next time. Yeah, hey, thank awesome. you guys. Hey, thanks so much, guys. Which brings us to the end of another episode of All Day Breakfast. Thank you very much for hanging out with us, keeping us in your ears for the last little while. Uh, we're back with another episode tomorrow, Matt O'Kine. Yeah, and thank you very much to your partner, Elle Woods is the goods for dropping in, saying a quick hello. You should never, ever step near us without expecting to get on the mic. I oh. know. I should have known that going in. But um, Woods is the goods. But now that we've met Elle properly and realised that her real name is Elle, I think we can stop saying Woods is the goods and start saying Elle is really swell. What do you reckon? Get in touch with us, Matt and Alex on Instagram, Dots in Between It. Not Matt and Alex Show. We are not the podcasters. I mean, we are the podcasters. Am I, am I, Woods is the goods. Is that a good idea? She's, she's pretty swell. Woods is the goods. Bye. I'm just saying because now we're on a first name basis that. Which is the goods? Ugh.